Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. How to take ownership and why it's more for you than them. First, I want to tell you that without this ability, the ability to own, and we'll talk about what that looks like in a bit, but one's ability to take full responsibility of their actions, words, energy, state, whatever, right? Take responsibility for their peace. This ability is crucial. I believe without this ability... Uh, you can't build a sustainable relationship. I think that eventually the plane will crash. It's like, you know, it's the same thing with communication or it's just, it's a fundamental thing. You know, it's, it's a soil. You, you really are building on sand if you don't have the ability to own or if your partner doesn't have the ability to own. So, yes, I know it's hard as fuck. <laughs> Um, it is tough because, you know, we have ego, uh, we, we're, we're used to blaming other people. I mean, to fully take ownership, to, to, to say that, you know what, this is my fault. This is what I'm willing to own. Um, that's tough. I get it. You know, uh, it's easier to say, yeah, but dot, 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 (laughs) or you should, or because of what you did, right? And this is the gray. This is what most people do that uh, they think they're owning, but they're really not, right? They'll say, yeah, you know, I understand I did this. And then, but here's what you did. Or, yes, I I, I did this, blah, blah, blah. So they, there's a little bit of admittance. Like they admit they did something. Uh, that is not ownership, guys. <laughs> That's the first step, right? So a lot of people take that first baby step, which is, yeah, I see how this, you know, or um, I see how this may have made you feel or I, you know, and so, which is great. That's like the first step. And then they'll say, but you did this or because you did this, it made me do that. Um, and, and that shit is, it kind of cancels out the, the ownership part, right? It's like saying, you know what? I'm sorry, but if you didn't do this, I wouldn't have done this. Right. Or if it's like, I'm, you guys start putting a period, taking full ownership means putting a period after your sentences right? Putting periods. So let's first talk about what ownership looks like since I've already started that. When you own something, you are telling the other person that this is my piece and I want to be responsible for, um, maybe it's the way you made someone feel or maybe you did something in action. Uh, maybe you hurt someone. Um, maybe you, uh, Maybe it's just your energy. You know, maybe you want to own the fact that you're you're just negative all the time. I don't know. Whatever you want to own, whether it's something you did, said, um, or if it's your state, right? Um, if you want to own that, I mean, taking ownership means to being to to admitting uh, first that this is my piece, and I would even go further. I would even explain so they understand and you understand how. Um, what you did or said, or your negativity or whatever it is, how that impacts, you know, 
um, the relationship or the other person. So it's not just about admitting. I would be like, I admit that this is my piece. And, um, and of course, you could also throw an apology in there too. Um, and I could see how this, whatever I did, said, or whatever, how that ripples and how that affects the relationship or how that makes you feel, right? Like play it out. And I think that um, is the first piece in taking ownership, right? The second piece is... It's an, it's an action, you know. Um, what it what does it look like in and this is the question: What does it look like in action to own something, right? Uh, and so it's going to be different for for any situation. So I think there's a verbal piece which I just stated, and then I think there's an action piece. And an action piece is like, okay, well here's how I'm going to change my behavior. Um, here are the things that I'm going to do because. Apologies and, and taking ownership is great, but if there's no action behind them, then what's going to change, right? Then are you just going to continually um, apologize and take ownership and through verbally, I mean verbally, uh, over and over? I mean that doesn't really change. People are hurt, I get it, right? But it doesn't change the relationship. So the relationship has to change via people's behavior changing. So there's two pieces to taking ownership. One is... Um, admitting or, or, or uh, d- describing what you want to own, um, as well as uh, explaining how what you're doing is impacting the relationship or the other person, right? Like play it out, be thorough, apologize if you have to. Um, don't don't add buts. You know, don't say because you did something I did. Like none of that shit. And then the second big piece is now what are you going to do about it in action? How are you going to adjust your behavior? You know, what classes are you going to take now? <laughs> like, what are you going to do um, so you don't have to quit owning shit, right? What are you going to do to change your behavior so this doesn't, this isn't a pattern? So when I say you, I'm also talking about your partner as well. Um, so, but since you're listening to this, I'm talking directly to you. And I, I'm a big believer in, um, Go first. You know, I think so many people, uh, and I was very, very much like this. I also struggle with it today. Um, I'll apologize when he or she apologizes, right? Why do I have to go first, right? Um, Well, ask yourself that. Why do you think you have to go first? I'll tell you why. Because you want to like yourself. And you going first, you being the bigger person, you setting an example of how you believe people should behave uh, in a relationship, how uh, someone should love someone, what healthy uh, love looks like. If you swallow your ego and you go first or you lead by example or you um, own things, you're going to like yourself more. You know, it's and I'll tell you why, because it's so fucking hard to do, you know. Uh, you're going to give yourself a lot of points for that. You know, it feels good to take ownership. It's like you're, you're being responsible for you as a person, as a being. You know, um, you're not littering. You're not emotionally um, dumping shit out the car window. <laughs> you are. You are. It's like that. It's like that saying that um, what you do while no one's looking is what is what counts. You know, and so by being the person who um, instead of telling someone what to do, looks inward and takes full responsibility of his or her actions and words and owns them, right? 
that is a it's sexy <laughs> and b it's going to help you with your self-worth so that's why i labeled uh the second piece um, of this lesson why it's more for you than them i think a lot of people believe that taking ownership is like a gift you know okay i will do this for you i'm gonna own the fact that you know i did this or i hurt you or whatever i did um and that's not really taking ownership right uh the gift is actually for you um, to be like a wiser, <laughs> higher version of yourself, you know. Uh, anytime that you are challenged with ego or with um, the stretch, the resistance, and if you could go above and beyond that, not for the other person, um, but for you and for the relationship, that is such a gift to you don't think that's a gift to the other person because you're going to feel like if you do this enough you're going to feel like you're giving too much and you need to something in return right so taking ownership and this is uh, another piece of this it's not about wanting something back it's the same thing as you know apologizing and putting periods after sentences and saying look i'm sorry for this um i'm sorry i hurt you it's not expecting something back right so when you when you take ownership don't expect anything back. And again, that's really hard to do. I understand. So back in the day, um, before my rebirth and before my uh, journey <laughs> from, but, uh, from crossing the, the, the great divide from boy to man, um, I never owned shit, you know. I grew up where um, I was very enabled. Um, my mom, you know, the, the, did my laundry. She, I, uh, being Korean, you live at home until you get married. So I lived at home for, you know, uh, while I was in college and stuff. I was just very enabled. I always got what I wanted. Um, and it bled into my relationships, you know. And so it, was, it, was, it wasn't a muscle that I exercised a lot to actually own um, things, right, to be responsible. And this is what not only self-awareness but being adult looks like, you know. Uh, if you're with someone who doesn't take ownership but only blames you, what's happening is um, they're not creating a space where trust is built, right? And so without trust, there's nothing. And this is what happens. When you own, you are creating trust. You are turning into a magnet. You are building um, a safe container. You are producing glue, right? When you don't own, if you never own, you're creating distance. Um, you're not inviting. You're pushing away. Okay? And I want you to visually imagine that. So if you're someone who never takes ownership, and you've got to be really honest with yourself. Um, I mean, let me give you an example. So my mom, uh, very loving, the best mom ever, um, you know, the, the, the best with what she has, etc., she doesn't own <laughs> she doesn't she will not apologize and she will not own she's just old school korean um i mean she's kind and she'll do anything for me but she will not apologize and she will not own um and i don't know where that comes from uh, i also know that she grew up you know carrying pails of water to her village she grew, grew up in a very different time different world she she never went to psychology school right um but she doesn't own and for me uh being her son if whenever we get into um, anything that is a conflict or, you know, um, where there's some kind of drama or issue, 
because she never owns, I've always felt growing up that she's pushing me away instead of toward. And so now that's a, that's a mother-son relationship, right? And of course, as I get older, um, it bothers me less because I have my own life and you know, I'm not living at home, etc. But with your partner, um, it's crucial. So if your partner never owns, and I want you to imagine this, or you never own, don't say shit when there's drift. Don't say shit when, um, you know, there's uh, people are drifting and looking over the fence and wondering if they could actually be with someone who does take ownership. Because what's going to happen if you don't own and he, she, or he doesn't own is it's going to slowly uh, create you guys uh, create drift in you guys. So <clears throat> let me let me ask you something real quick. Have, have you ever experienced someone owning something, right? Have you ever experienced a friend, a family member, or, or a partner say, hey, listen, um, I did this, and it was fucked up. I understand it hurt your feelings. I want to own it. Um, I'm not going to make excuses for myself or why I did it or it's because, you know, I had a shitty upbringing or whatever. I want to own it. I see what I did and how it impacted the relationship like this and how it hurt you, and this is what I'm going to do in action, right? And so I want to own that. I'm sorry. Whatever, right? So let's say you do own that or someone owns that. Uh, Have you experienced that? And if you have, is your response, do you think to yourself, oh, what a fucking idiot? (laughs) No, of course not. What's the feeling that that produces? It produces love, it produces compassion, it produces all the higher frequency states, right? So then you guys are primed to connect and to forgive and to understand and to run toward each other, right? Um, usually when someone takes ownership, the other person also owns too, right? So, But don't expect that, but usually that's a lot more, uh, like, that's a lot more likely to happen than... Um, you demanding someone to take ownership. (laughs) That is not likely going to happen or demanding for for someone to apologize. So imagine that you are pedaling a bike, right? And so to build your relationships, you you know, building a relationship isn't a one-time thing, obviously. You know that, right? You know it is like pedaling a bike. It is like a a lifestyle in that you have to continually um, do a lot of things. And one of the things you have to do to get the bike moving and to catch momentum is to always take ownership. And so with ownership, I also, I also want to say um, it's a practice. And this is the thing that people don't understand. And this is when ego gets you to slowly um, be defensive and not ever take ownership. And then that gets comfortable. Um, and then that becomes a horrible habit. You got to practice it. Like you have to practice gratitude, like you have to practice forgiveness, like you have to practice active listening, right? And this is the work. And this is why it's so important to um, be in a relationship where people have these abilities, these tools, right? Not only, I mean, we all have them, um, but we are practicing them because if you practice them, you get better at it. Uh, We all have this ability, okay? Uh, but it like working out, like anything you build, whether it's your brand or your body, it's it's going to take hard work. And I'll be honest with you, um, you're going to have to put your ego aside. You're going to have to uh, put your <laughs> your money where your mouth is and go first. And you're not doing it for them. You're not doing it for 
anyone else but yourself because you believe that this is what loving hard looks like because you believe that um, taking ownership in a relationship is being responsible um, that's what being intimate looks like that's what um, loving someone looks like that's what working on something looks like right and so if you believe that and you start taking ownership um, know that you're doing your piece there's nothing worse than leaving something because it didn't work out and wondering if you could have done more right uh, if you are leaving a relationship because it didn't work out and you're like, shit, there's so much that I didn't own, uh, A, it's too late, and B, it's a shitty feeling. So if something doesn't work out, if your relationship expires, leaving knowing that you've done all that you could, that you've owned, that you've you know listened, that you've communicated, all of that, uh, you're going to feel much better about yourself. And, and also you're going to have more acceptance that uh, the relationship wasn't meant to be. Or that it expired, right? That it kind of ran its course. If you leave knowing that there's so much more you could have done, then now you have to live with that, right? And then there's going to be maybe a couple more rounds or a lot of other decisions, and, and it just it's going to get messy, right? So I'm telling you now because I don't want you to have that experience. I've had that experience before. Um, it's a shitty, a shitty feeling to leave um, knowing you could have done more. And so... One of the things um, that is crucial that you don't want to live with or leave with uh, both is that you could have owned more. So now let's bring it to your relationship and ask yourself, what in the relationship up to now are some things that you need to own? You know, and it could be something that happened last night or last year, but what do you need to own? Or if it's not something like an event that happened, maybe it's the way that you are, you know, uh, or maybe it's the way that you talk to your partner or um, maybe you're always fucking late. Maybe you're impatient. Maybe you, um, maybe you're drifting and you're not doing anything about it. What do you need to own in your relationship today? Now, here's where it gets hard. Can you actually own it by communicating to your partner that this is something that you want to take full responsibility of? You know what a gift that is, um, not only to you, but to your partner? I mean, do you know you're, you're, you're basically, I mean, it, it's, it's one of the most compassionate, loving um, forms of connection, right, to own something. And then the second part, of course, what can you do in action, right? And if you don't want to state it to your partner, fine. You know what? State it to yourself. What can you do in action to start owning in behavior? I guarantee you that if you start owning shit um, actively, um by stating to your partner, expressing to your partner what you want to own, and then putting some action behind your words, 
you can change the dynamic of your relationship. And I think a lot of people, because they don't practice this, right? They may think about it, but they actually don't practice it. You could think about getting um, into the gym all you want, but unless you actually get your ass into the gym and start sweating, nothing's going to change, right? Your body's not going to change by just you visualizing that shit. So you might have thought about this, and you might have had some... Um, fleeting moments of you saying to yourself you know maybe i should uh own this piece or maybe i am this way or maybe you know maybe my partner is right i I do this a certain way or i have this horrible pattern maybe i should look at it okay well until you do nothing's going to change right so um that's the beginning is having that seed of an idea or maybe you're, you're kind of curious and then now it's like okay well then fucking take ownership own it you know, um, do it because then you're bringing um, a better example to the rela- relationship and you are um, being a better version of yourself, right? So ask yourself what you need to own in your relationship so far. Um, and it, and it may, may be something you did, it may be something you said, or maybe how you are, right? And so under the umbrella of how you are, uh, maybe it's how you think, maybe you're reactive, I don't know, right? Maybe it's the way that you talk, or maybe it's the energy you bring into the room. But whatever it is that you want to own and change about yourself, express that to your partner, and then start doing that in action. I want to remind you, this is what working on your, yourself looks like. And again, this is another thing that people stop doing when they get into a relationship is they stop working on themselves. It's irresponsible. You should work on yourself even more when you choose to invest in someone. Um, not only your, 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 uh, your um, self-awareness and emotional intelligence and all of that, but also like everything, like your diet, your fitness, you should want to look sexy for your partner. You know, there's so many couples that uh, get lazy and suddenly um, they're, you know, whatever. They're unhealthy. They're eating shit. They gained a lot of weight or they don't feel good about themselves and they get really comfortable because they're like, oh, you know, well, he or she's not going to leave me. I'm in a relationship. Okay. That's, you're taking your partner hostage. <laughs> just fucked up. And you know what? He or she will leave you. So um, you're not just doing it for them. You're doing it because you're, being responsible again you know under this heading of taking ownership you're taking ownership for you um, your value uh, what you bring to the relationship your worth right your definitions of being a healthy loving human being so what do you need to take ownership of in your relationship and how are you going to do that in action listen if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that, and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive.